Shane Turlio and Blair Gibson race by race analysis. But the venue this weekend looks having a final winner or two. Shane and Gibbo on board with us again, the Curly and Gibbo show. They warmed up last week in very different ways, but they both delivered quite well also. Shane, how are you? I'm going very well. Thanks, James. Just like I always am. Always good to be on the show. Looking forward to a big day Saturday. Gibbo, how are you? Yeah. Gibbo? Yeah. Yeah, up and about. Good enough, ready to go. That's the go. So Shane, last week what you were cycling, running, pedalling, doing all sorts of things to get ready for the show. What have you done today? Well, I'll tell you what I haven't done, James. I haven't had an alcoholic drink. Um, I'm fed fasting. So uh, I only went for a swim. I only swam 500 metres today down at Milne Bay. And, um, yeah. I'll go for a run when I finish here, mate. That's the go. So, so you're going good on the fed fast. Today is the first day, mind you. So yeah, we're worth last at what? Less than in 12 fa- hours. In fairness, no, I think we're in almost 14 hours in, aren't we? Yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. Um, Lots of good it, So, yeah, I'm um, I'm hanging in there, mate. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> now, for the listeners, you probably know, we've heard this, you hold all tickets and there's been great banter on Twitter during the week. Tell us a bit about it. What are you doing? What are you both doing for Feb? Uh, it, essentially giving up the grog. All right. The dry month. Dry Feb. Not silly. It is the shortest month of the year, so... Yeah, I was about to mention that, but anyway. Yeah. It'll want to be, too. It's, uh, I think, what, what is it, Sean? It's 50 a day if you have a drink. It's, each day you have a drink, 50. Uh, that, that, that'll that go to the uh, National Jockeys Trust at the end of it. So yeah. there should be plenty of money raised. There's a couple of blokes on there. Um, I'm pretty sure they won't last. Right, so who's in it? You two, obviously. Yeah, there's us too. I think all the boys on Hold All Tickets are, aren't they, Shane? Yeah, they are. Um, so Dave Yeah. Yeah, Dave O's. Dave tried to toss up a bit of one up with shit, saying he's, he's been off sugar for a while as well. Good on you, Dave yeah. Here, me and Gibbo are like, probably going to have the biggest battle of our lives over the next 28 days. And Dave's been all blase about it, how good he is anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, like I finished work two hours ago. I'm scratching at the moment, actually scratching the walls. <laughs> On day one. So there's Davo, Matt Welsh, so Tom Haylock, UP. Yep. Yeah, and then I think there's a heap of other blokes um, who follow our little tickets and that on Twitter who have, who decided to jump on board too and um, uh, for a good cause if they have a drink. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of getting momentum. There might even be a few more jump on today, but I think I think there's a fair number jumping on there. So who's who's the favourite to crack first? Oh, Dan Emanaska. He's he's a dollar oh one. They've stopped taking bets. In saying that though, the the straightest bloke in the group, old straighty one eighty Matt Welsh, he um he's already paid a fine. He's going on a golfing trip with his mates this weekend, so he's actually paying up front. Yeah, he reckon uh-huh. he's already paid it, yeah. Yeah, so. Um and Gibbo's no hope either just quietly and um I've got three runners at Doombin this Saturday, so I could be gone after five days, but we'll see. I will make this. I will make it. I understand why people don't think I will. I really do see that point. So I can be a real stubborn turd, too. I reckon I'll get through this. It'll near kill me, but I'll tell you what, it'll be flowing freely in March. Yeah, look out, March. 
March one, two, March one's and March one, two, three, four, five, I, six, seven. I don't even know what I don't even know what day of the week March one is, but I'm considering setting the alarm clock for midnight. Yeah, Thursday. midnight Thursday night. Oh wait, or up. Wednesday or midnight. Sorry, midnight Wednesday. So the first Thursday. So yeah, midnight Wednesday night. Is set your alarm for and get up and. Oh, we're more than happy to. Right. <laughs> well, good luck with that, guys. No, it's for a great cause. Look, I'd uh, I'd get involved, but it'd be practically be cheating because I haven't had a drink for fourteen months. So yeah, stop it. Yeah. So if you need any advice or help, I can. I'm sure I can give you some advice there. Yeah. So. That's an incredible effort. You, you and sorry, and just, to, and, and just to and just to clarify, people, I'm not a rage, I'm not a former recovering raging alcoholic either. So it's not like I'm giving it away for any particular reason like that. But yeah, no, just uh, started the year going dry three months in 2017 to try and get fit and healthy, like what Shane's doing at the moment with his running and skipping and jumping and everything else like that. And then uh, three months pass, and then four and five, and then. Dry July, and then I said, you know what? I reckon I can let's just keep going and make it a year. So, and then I've started the same way this year. So yeah, so I can give you any advice if you need it along the way. Congratulations! Yeah, maybe maybe I should do the opposite to you guys and have a drink every day in February just to make up for you blokes. <laughs> just to rub it in. Yeah, no, we'll leave that where it lies. So, yeah, but no, really, really good. I think it's a great little thing. Jump on board and follow the guys on their on their journey, raising money for uh, for a great cause as well for those that slip up. So I'm sure there'll be plenty of money raised, and you know it's going towards a, a really good cause. So uh, look forward to, uh, to that. Now, Shane, before we proceed into this big card here today, why Catchem got the money last week in the big blue V, which was pretty exciting and future looks nice yeah it was nice to have um to, to identify a horse uh off a couple of trials and a couple of race starts and go and you know approach the owners to buy him and being successful at doing that and bringing it up here and kicking off with a win um obviously we didn't buy him thinking that you know with plans to win races in Toowoomba so he's uh, taking the first step and hopefully he continued he can continue to uh race through his classes um as we head down the hill and head to Doom in the next couple of weeks. I look forward to that. And also, it wasn't a good equivalent park on Sunday out there. I saw you before the race, saw you after the race. It was like talking to two different blokes. Yes, um, I might have got a little bit caught up in the atmosphere, James. Um, there was plenty of happy owners there at Clifford Park, particularly linked to the Curry Stable, who had a few winners. And um, we might have moulded a few up too for a nice collect. So by the end of the day, there was... Um, there's a fair bit going on, I can assure you. I more meant the bloke before the race was very, very nervous and edgy. You were your normal self, I thought, after it. Um, You're always happy. You're always happy. That's what I'm getting at. You're always well, smiling and happy. But before the race, there was uh, plenty of nerves. And... No, I was a bit nervous. I must admit, I was a bit nervous. Um, <laughs> there was a fair bit riding on the day, it's fair to say. Yeah. No, well done. It was, it was there, was a rumor going, there was a rumour going around that I had my biggest ever bet on white catching. Um, and that's true. So I was a bit nervous. <laughs> they tell me they the old saying goes: if you're not sweating bullets, you haven't had enough on. I was sweating bullets. You, no, and true, I can testify that. So yeah, no, no, well done, no, well done, great to see, great. and uh, good result for the horse and owners and all that everyone involved. Also, shout out to great to meet Will Allen, who of course have seen and watched the Twitter and uh, back with the forward stink. So he was out there. And, Katie was there as well, so there was a few of the regulars that uh, that 
that follow you guys and are on board. So shout out to those guys. Thanks for supporting us here. So no, it was a good day out at Clifford Park. That's that's for sure, and one um, I'm sure a lot of those owners won't forget for a while. Good sports then, boys too. I seen them shaking hands with uh, the winners after the race, which is always good to see and makes for a great day out there. I reckon. Yes, for sure. So Gibbo, what's happening here to think? And it's favourite what? for the Doncaster. Yeah, well, before we get to him, the congratulations to the victory boys and uh, Shane and Welshie, and he was very good, why catch him? And I'm just waiting for the patients to get a hold of it because there's every chance why catch him and Lifesaver might bump into each other at Doombin in eight or nine days' time. I should be on the back page, I'd say, of the Chronicle and, and the Gold Coast Bulletin, so that'll be enormous. Um, yeah, the fast horse, he's going good. Uh, he had about eight or nine days sort of break after the millions, and he's just sort of ramping back up now, looking at the Liverpool City Cup on the 3rd of March, 1300 Randwick, which I think would be ideal. Um, so that's where he'll sort of kick back off, I'd say. Okay, exciting. So what, you guys might have a horse racing against each other Saturday week. Yeah, what happening lifesaver, potentially, yeah, yeah, it could be sensational. We'll have to go live for that. <laughs> yeah. Unless we draw barriers 20 and 21, that would put a damper on it. <laughs> well, well, we'll watch that. That's uh, exciting. So that's potentially what's on the card Saturday week. But we've got to get to Saturday week. Let's get to Saturday. Uh, nice card here. Some big fields. So, you know, so you guys, you've had your work cut out getting through some of these, I'm sure. Um, conditions-wise, rain-wise around as well. So that's got to be a little bit iffy also in terms of uh, of the track. But look, the first is a two-year-old handicap over the 1,050 metres here. We've got 10 going around, a couple of first starters in there as well. We see Accomplish from the Michael Nolan Yard, which was second in the Pato Shade Plate. So it's, uh, it's back uh, in uh, back to race, or back racing this weekend as well. So to kick us off, Shane, the first, the two-year-olds, any thoughts? Well, I have some thoughts, James. Um I'll give uh I'll put Desert Digby in the mix. Um Pinch memory has tried well, but it is a Denman, so of course it would have. Uh the three spirit of Cherokee is an interesting run up. There's been uh, it's been unseen at official trials, but it has gone seven fifty into four dollars. Um six fifty into four dollars again today, so it has been solely supported. Um Red Dalton was a good win at Gatton. I just I just don't know about the form and the horses that it beat. I'm I'm sort of against that as a race, but it did win well. So all you can do is win against who you're up against. Um, and um, I'd be happy to be against accomplish um, from the from what I've seen from the form of that of that race um, that it contested in. Outside of the winner, of course. Um, so yeah, quite open. I think um, at this point in time, I'm happy to watch, but I'm particularly interested in Spirit of Cherokee there from the inside gate with Brad Stewart and the money on. But uh, certainly no need to be bending into these races this okay. early. Before I go to Gibbo, just looking here at uh, the UBET prices, Pinch Memory 4, Spirit of Cherokee 4, Accomplished 4, 40, Desert Bigby 5, Red, Too Hot to Hold 5, 50, Red Dalton is 12, and then you go out to 16, so about Willie Winsome and 30, 67th and 81 is about the uh, the other trio there. And just as well for those, if you're interested in Desert Bigby, I did have a chat to Lindsay Hatch, and uh, that's up on her SoundCloud file as well, if you want to listen to Hatchy's thoughts on that. And the other 
300,000 runners he seems to have going around this weekend, so he'll jump on board there as well. So, Gibbo, do you have any thoughts to add here in the first? Um, similar. These aren't the type of races I, I like to get too involved, not knowing a lot about them, but similar reasons with Spirit of Cherokee. I just, an untrialed Spirit of Boom uh, in a good stable with a good jock from the inside gate. There's Dunk of a bit of a sting early, and there's been a little bit of money. It's one that I'd be happy. I think I did see there before. You could still get, I think, sports that at about six dollars. But um, the money has come, and if it sort of kept coming, I could probably have a bet on it to be honest. But look, away from that, I thought two hot to hold, and there's a Digby. That was, was a Gold Coast maiden. They run one two. Um, really like the run of two hot to hold, but. The winner uh, gets, does a digby get uh, Lloyd on? They're respecting that as well. Um, and there's been a heap of money early on Pink's memory. So but they're the ones I've got it down to. Spirit Cherokee's the one I'll just sort of keep an eye on, but at this stage I'm not betting. Okay, let's have a look at the second benchmark, 82,000 metres. One of the contestants here, of course, number 13, Okalupo. Then Curry Train, Vicky Thoroughbred. So Shane knows all about that, of course. Nozzy Tomazawa to uh, to ride. Just a quick look at the market here. Benchmark 80 prices here. Expert Tier 280, Exoteric 6, Contralto 650, Perilous Love 8, Saunja 950, Duke of Christoph 950, All's in 14, Ocalupo 15. And then you go out to 20 to 1 or better about the rest. So uh, Shane, you can lead us off here. Of course, tell us a bit about Ocalupo and your thoughts there and well, just generally your thoughts on the race. Yes, um, it looks as if the, the month stable might be drinking Maui or kicking the dog early. Um, expertise, another one from the month stable that's been backed uh, today. Uh, $3 in the 250 around the place, which is reasonable. Um, yeah, Ocalupo, still talking with Ben actually to just not long ago about what we do with him. This is a big step up in class. It was the only sort of staying trip that was available to him on a Saturday anyway, it was, uh, it's a benchmark 80, so he's only a 60-something rider, so it's a massive step up in class from what he's beaten. Um, if he does run, you know, from the gate, he'll go forward and then he'll take a sit behind expertise in court star, so he'll be third one off and, and get every possible chance. Uh, whether he's up to him or not, it's a different story. I think he's still another prep away. Like he's, he spent some time out at Dale Groves' block um, and lived on uh, rocks for about six months this horse um, after his first prep and he's still a little little while away I think better again next preparation he's a little bit uh, probably gets to this a little bit too early I thought um, but if he does go he'll still race well he's going well and everything like that but he's still got some uh, maturity in him um, of the others yeah look expert T like I said roll, probably roll forward it gets in short enough now at $2.50 though um, not sure it's something I want to really rip into just yet Um and depending on what happens with the rain too, James, there's a bit of rain forecast. So, um, and the other one that I thought raced well first up was Exoteric, winning first up over 1800 at the Gold Coast. So you think it'd be only be fitter and uh, and a chance in a race like this, but um, it's just the, the expertise too short and um, not something I want to take in as a betting prospect just yet. Gibbon, race two. Yeah, uh, XPT uh, was good to us last time. I think she's an improving type. She'll be rock hard fit now. I can't say she'll be better than last time, but 
she's a last two have been tough. She they put her in the race. They took off before the corner both times, and she had every reason to get run down last time and just just kept fighting. I thought it was good. Stays on fifty four. Um, I thought the three twenty and that they bet early was was very nice, and that stuck around most of the day yesterday. But um, the money's come now. I wouldn't be surprised if they. It, you can go over the top in Brisbane and things just start too short. She might be one. She might she might get even shorter. But with the rain around, um, the one that I give a bit of time to around the double-figure mark is Perilous Love. I think there'll be money now. I can see there's still $11 around different places. Um, look, at $11, I think she's a clear danger, um, just dropping back from, from harder races and, and getting the edge back off the track. She's sort of bumped into a firm two, couple back, and I just think she, the, the dropping grades or far easier race is what um, appeals to me with her. So I, I think she's probably the, the second pick. And look, away from that, you can... Exoteric's probably the next best, but I can't really bring myself to, to back anything else away from Expertia or, or Perilous Love at this stage. Yeah, let's have a look at the third, then here, Hastings during benchmark 70 over the mile. Now, early scratchings to report here. Two Shalom comes out and six Duke of Christoph comes out. So the first two emergencies guaranteed a start. There's a number of other emergencies there as well, hoping for scratchings on race day to gain a start in this race. So capacity field going around here over the mile. Looking at the prices here, maybe even you from the Curry Stable favourite, 250 which is impressive its last start win. Spiral, 6. Colour of Money, 650. Rhyming, 750. Subsolar, 11. Corridon 17, Baker Boy 18, uh, Simantaki Marnie 19, Malkara 19, Mysterium 21, and look, you go out to 23 to 1, right out to 150 to 1, about the remainder. Maybe even you, solid favourite at the uh, 6 to 4 in the old, so $2.50 on uh, the UBET markets. Shane, your thoughts here, the third? Maybe even you has come up extremely short. Um, did win last start SP of twenty dollars. Um, I can tell you some people involved in that stable uh, were kicking themselves when it won last start because they'd been on it a couple of starts prior, and then it lobs at twenty dollars. So steps up to a Saturday grade here. Um, although being a benchmark seventy, um, it's come up short, too short for a bet. It can win. It gets Jeff Lloyd, of course. It can, you know, of course, it's a winning hope. Um, I've, um, I rang my mum and asked her to have something on Baker Boyd, the big price on, um, or suggested that she did anyway. Um, it was, uh, it was a good win at Ipswich, um, take nothing away from it. It, it raced handy to the speed and, and done well at sectionals were consistent over the last 600 to suggest that the mile will be no issue. Um, it's going to be right on speed here today, uh, Saturday. It's going to have lead or behind the leader. Uh, which is certainly no disadvantage in a very even race against some horses that are there's a knock I've got I've got an issue a, a, a knock or two on most of these um, horses that are in the market but maybe even you can win for sure it's 250 who's going to take that price today um, horses like um, rhyming who's turning into a thereabout type of horse spirals thereabout type of horse Benicio's Prince Wackham's drawn wide what's that to stay resuming it's Got some ability. It's not the worst. Um, Private Hero is a horse number one that I'd have up. Probably upgrade a little bit too if we had a uh, maybe. I think it's a slight jockey downgrade. Um, so I won't be backing it. But you know, 
it's a process of elimination here, and, and that's why I've had something on Baker Boy at, at the big price today, and we'll just see where the field ends up with a, a few chances with wide gates and and some emergencies that are drawn more as well. So the, the, I'm sure the field will change complexion come uh, 9 o'clock Saturday morning, but I'm happy to roll the dice on Baker Boy at the price because it handles all conditions and it gets to the right run. Race three, number three, Baker Boy. Gibbo, the third. Yeah, I've got one here. That's $41 I've backed. It's had nine starts at the track for one placing, three at the trip for nothing, five on the soft for nothing. So how could you not get on? Um, what's that for the Golan camp? Look, I just I don't think there's much in this race, to be honest. Yes, the favourite, maybe even you, was excellent the other day. Uh, Lloyd takes a ride. Good guy. Like, uh, kicks every box. The form before that was, was uh, average and... I think you've taken a really short price there. It could win and not surprise, but I'm just looking for something that um, might still be on the way up. What's that for five-year-olds? I thought last prep he sort of improved. Um, put a couple of good runs on. It's sort of a, a little hit and miss, but I think he's a handy enough horse. I think he's potentially the best horse in the race, and he had a sneaky little 1,000-metre trial. He was out in the back. He's a bit soft, but... Forty one dollars, you don't need a lot on and I think he might be able to sprint well fresh. He probably doesn't want it too wet, but I think even if we get ten mils, as long as it's not raining on the day, I don't think it'd be too bad. I think the track will be fine. Um so yeah, forty one dollars, what's that? I've just had something small in a race I'm I'm not too fussed about to be honest. Okay, so a bit of value to be had there from uh, from Jane and Gibbo, so follow those ones there. Let's have a look at the fourth, the three-year-old here, over 1,350 metres. Interesting race here. Of course, we see the return of Rancho Montoya and the prices here for this race. Sasuri, 380. Johnny White Sox, 420. Rancho Montoya, 6. Epic Rant, 8. Bimini Road, 9. Trommel Schlagen, 11. Dream Kisses, 11. Real Chaos, 13. Splitter, 16. Time to play, 19. $26 and uh, longer about the remainder here for race number four. Shane, what do you like? This time last week uh, in... Uh, is this a three-year-old race? Yeah, uh, this, this time last week, I said there's only two winning hopes in the three-year-old race and back both and got beat and done me plums. This week, <laughs> I'm saying there's only two winning hopes, Johnny White Sox and Sasuri. That's it. There is no more. One of them will win. They'll both sit first for one of them will win. Um, interesting one out of this is... A horse called Little John from the Curry Yard. Um, it's it may not be running; it's drawn wide, um, and it may be, may not be a horse that will, that will win, um, you know, this prep again. But certainly in the, a horse to follow for the future. It's sectionals in winning at Toowoomba. Two front that uh, on that Friday meeting two weeks ago were comparable to the uh, benchmark. 75 on the day. It was very impressive and it's definitely one to follow. Won't be winning this though. Um, Sasuri, hopefully they push forward and lead. Johnny White Sox on its back. They fight out the race. I win. Over to you, Gibbo. Yeah, and I, and I agree. I agree. Um, I think though, I think Johnny White Sox should be able to hold the fence third. I think um, Sasuri will sit fourth, one out, one back. 
Clinton's every chance Brad will try and keep uh, in a pocket and might be the one shooting for home and Johnny White's not coming out after it and the favourite, well, Rancho Montoya, the course, will be the one chasing them. Just on him, I, um, I think the Spruik was potentially overdone early, but this is this prep will show it. Um, horses can improve sharply at their second prep, and he showed he did show on occasions that he, he had the talent there. And, and of course, quite fair to think he was similar to that. He sort of we, we thought he was handy, but he sort of wasn't really putting it together and didn't look like a star. But come back a hell of a lot better. I'm I'm a little wary that Rancho Montoya might do that, but I just think he's going to get out of his ground with the 59, and, and these two will get the stuck run behind. So. Finding it hard to split at this stage, Johnny White, Toxins, and Suri. Uh, but I agree with Shane. I think they're the two winning hopes. Uh, I have backed them both. And just as we get closer to the day, I'll probably go again on on one of them. So I'll, I'll have backed both and make them both a winning result for the race. So Johnny White, Toxins, and Suri to uh, find out the fourth. Let's have a look at race number five here. Open handicap, 1,200 metres, 10 Acceptors, good little betting race. This two of the day, four dollars. Boomwa four twenty. Handwritten four forty. Stella Ombra five fifty. So they're all close in the market. They're fighting out favouritism. Then you go out to Tasani Thompson at elevens, and uh, just on Tasani Thompson, trained of course by Kevin Kemp. Had a chat to him as well earlier today. Of course, we talked about Plumaro and. Mr. Marvellous and a few other things, but also talked to him about his weekend runners, so his thoughts on Tasani Thompson, if anyone wants to listen in there. Tarzan, 13, Bullpit, 14, Up Start, Pride, 15, Dream Finish, 16, and Lucky Black, $29. So that's the market there here for the Open Handicap, Shane. What do you like? James, um, sorry, I was really give up directly there before, didn't I? That's okay. Um, that's okay. We might be able to do this show in the future, and I can just push play and record do nothing. That'd be good. <laughs> Um, there's a couple here that are uh, that are in the market. Um, uh, Boomois and uh, what was the other one? Boomois of the day gets back. Handwritten in the market. There's a bit of speed here. Upstart Pride will have to be ridden aggressive. Um, Stella Ombra will have to make a decision from the gate. Tarzan, not sure what they're going to do with a thousand metre horse stepping up to 1200. There's a potential for good speed here as they jostle for positions early. A horse that you have to respect fresh here is the four dream finish. Um, I think it's, uh, it's well, to me it is anyway. It's obvious that it races well fresh, this horse. Um, best early in its preparation. Um, so it gets that today. Um, it's, it's the speed's on. It can you know settle just behind midfield. Can come with a rush. Uh, like I said, the question marks will be around the tactics around horses like Tarzan, for example, that have drawn that sort of sticky gate in seven, uh, and you've got upstart pride drawn inside it. So, you know, whether they decide to push on, then you've got Boomwire, who's not a horse you can really hold up. You've got to let run as well. So some really good potential here for speed. Um, if the speed goes on, certainly a horse like Dream Finish can be getting home over the top. Uh, it'll pay to, it'll pay to um, if you're going to bet in this race, it'll pay to wait. Um, I don't think you're going to miss out on any on any big uh, market move on Dream Finish, but particularly uh, this class of race, seen it the other day with Stella Ombra, who I liked on the day. It was never winning the way it drifted late. Um, you know, got back and made reasonable ground to get beat 2.2 lengths, but surprisingly enough, the, uh, the market knows, and um, particularly when you get to this class, I think, 
they work out the maps and that's very very quickly and um the right horse seems to attract the money and get the right run in these races and um if like I said if they go hard dream finish could be the one to to blow them all out of the water like so I'm happy to have uh, I'll be having something on it at the HY Cross for sure race five number four dream finish Gibbo the fifth yeah I've got yeah I've got Boomer uh, punching through the lead I've got Tarzan sitting outside that lead upstart Pride will it's got to be positive. Who knows if he jumps or not? But it's got blinkers. Blinkers back on, isn't it, Gibbo? Too, I think. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be. Yeah, they have winkers off, blinkers on. Mm. So they'll be positive. They got the apprentice on. They'll be driving. Boomer will be driving. Tarzan will be driving. Uh, I've never been big on Tarzan, but I think I've worked him out. He just when he gets everything go his way and he can just lead on his own. He's a really good thousand meter horse. Not sure if he's thicker here. If there's a couple driving underneath him, he can he can throw his head a bit. So. I've put a line through him. Upstart Pride's not going that good, but like I said, they'll drive and that'll suit the stable mate as well. But uh, Shane said dream finish. Um, I think Stellar Umbra, last time he was at um, 1,200 round Doom, and he, he beat home Tumblr. So completely forgive the last time. He went around the corner like a drunken sailor for Brooker last time. Uh, Brown goes back on. I think he'll be a good finisher here. I think the, the race sets up for him nice. Um, of the days, the, the one I've got on top, I've landed on her. I think you just have to believe that she found her best last time and that if she runs up to that, I think she'll win here. I think from gate one, it's just a matter of Fred getting her off the fence at the right time because the speed will suit her down to the ground. One that's tried like a bomb is handwritten, um, but I don't trust him as far as I could kick him. And believe me, I felt like kicking him a couple of times. Um, off the last trial, you know, you think he's come back really well and Lloyd goes on, but I think you just have to let him go around and, and see because there's a couple of him um, of the day on top for me and I think the danger could be Stellar Ombra I think 1200 suits OK so there we go some interesting race that one let's have a look at the sixth here no metro wins 1110 metres another huge field to go around here one early scratching that being the four which is Flaming Aces uh, now you see which we've uh, talked about many a times on the show, a great story about now you see on the Ben Curry stable and from, of course, uh, owned in the, uh, the partnership there with, uh, with Shane Churlio as the uh, managing director of that particular uh, ownership group there. Now, this was your, this is one that won your first city race and you had to survive a protest. That's right, Shane, from memory? That's right. Uh, so yeah. because it was one of those... Um Restricted Saturday grades where the prize money was um, un, was nineteen thousand two hundred to the winner, um, but she's still eligible for a no metro win because the race wasn't twenty thousand to the winner. Oh. So that's well, why she's in this field today, uh, Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us a bit about tell us a bit about it. Uh, she's come back better than what she was last prep. Yeah. Uh, she has drawn horrific in gate twenty two. Um, but she'll lead and win anyway. No, that's, that part's not true. Um, <laughs> we're still going through the field. Uh, there'll, be, there'll be other scratchings, um, um, and with a bit of rain about it could be, you know, the, she's one on the heavy, uh, so we're not worried about the rain. Um, hopefully it pours down, so, and there's only six left in the race. Um, she's going really good. She's going to... She's, um, we thought if we drew a gate, that would be, you know, a really, really good winning chance. Um, 
she's bigger and stronger than what she was last prep, and she's um, she's ready to win first up. But obviously, gate twenty two is going to be the issue. Um, but we, yeah, basically still haven't decided, mate. To be honest, what we're going to do, yeah. whether we run or not. But there's not many other options for her, unfortunately. So, hmm. um, yeah, it's just a bit of wait and see. Okay, so there you go. So there's an update there. Just looking at the market before I get any other thoughts on the race. Somebody said Tversky two thirty, Jaden Tom seven. I've got an L seven, Zenday eight fifty, Amandel eleven, Siliqua fourteen. Now you see the horse we were just talking about eighteen, so Invincible twenty one, Raining Thunder twenty three, All Troops twenty six, Brave Dazzler twenty six, Ruling Coin twenty six, and then we go from thirty ones right out to eighty one about the remainder. So Sean, we talked about now you see, is there anything is there uh, anything you like in the race or anything early you'd be suggesting punters stool into? No, oh, not really. Um no, not really. You know, I was just thinking, obviously, Live Fast is the one that likes the wet too, but it's drawn wide and just whether the rain comes or not. Tversky's come up $2, uh, which I found extremely short. Um, yeah, one on the heavy at Ipswich. It was a three-horse field. Went around at $1.60, got the job done. Uh, come out the sunny coast next start over 1000 back on the good track and, um, you know, raced really well and won well. Um, you know, it's it's obviously going well. It's thereabouts. It's got a good gate. It should be right on speed, and um, you know, it'll be definitely hard to beat from the gate. Um, I would I would love the opportunity for a horse like now you see to sit outside it um, and go toe to toe over this trip. I'm pretty confident in this man's ability to measure up here, but just the gate's going to be just a massive put off. Um, and I think I think that uh, you know Tversky's the one to beat. But uh, certainly not having a bet at this stage. It's going to wait and see what the final field looks like. Gibbo? Yeah, no, I feel for the boys. Um, would have been a really nice race for now, you see, from a gate. Unfortunately, that can happen at Doomben, but hopefully there won't be any discretions. That's what usually happens in these short trips. Um, agree to Versky, going well, but at 2.15 or whatever it was, there's absolutely no meat on the bone there in a big field. Um you know, he might look to win, but I can't be taking that. Uh, I thought Jaden Tom gets a decent run as well. This trip suits, but one I've had something on early is Dilaqua. Um, bit of a fan. It's got the ordinary racing pattern, which is just terrible around Doombin, but uh, this race just might set up and give it a chance with the uh, the mad tempo up front from eight. Carl might be able to sit in front of a couple. Um but at least can ride for luck from 80. He doesn't have to go 10 wide and circle them. He'll be able to stay closer to the inside. I think that's really important around Doom. And so, look, something silly at the odds at this stage and we'll, we'll update closer to the road. All right. And as we always say for those latest updates, make sure you follow both on Twitter, so at Toowoomba Tips for Shane Shirley, and also through the website justracing.com.au. Use it for following our Racing Nation Facebook or uh, Twitter. We share all of their stuff anyway, but justracing.com.au is that. And uh, with Gibbo, make sure you jump on board, brizzyraces.com.au, and also the Twitter handle is at brizzyraces. So as we say, it's always important to keep an eye on those things closer to uh, to race day for the latest information because it can change between now and Sometimes a lot can change from race morning to uh, to when they get to the gates as well. So we always uh, suggest that you yeah, make sure you stay up to date with both the guys. They're also sending out insightful tweets all the time, all the way throughout the week. So they're worth following too. So 
Make sure you take advantage of that. Race seven. What is race seven? Class three plate here over 1,350 metres. Another big field to go around here. So, uh, again, might just throw to you, Shane, quick first with the mustard goes around here. So, big day for uh, the Blue V. So, this is the third of your runners here. What can you tell us about mustard before we um, have a look at the, your thoughts on the race? Um, yeah, the horse went to the races first up at Toowoomba. He was about as fit as me. Um, we shared a similar physique on the day as well. Um, it would, would have been the heaviest that that horse went to the races. Um, certainly just went for uh, the the run and might have made, should have ran second. Might have, I'm not saying it would have beat Calamari L, but might have made it interesting if it had ever got a clear crack at them. Um, it's a staying horse. He's on a Toowoomba Cup preparation. Um, but, you know, obviously with a star, you can't be getting held up in behind them over 1,300. And I thought he'd done a really good job um, and raced really well. He'll get a good run from the gate here. He's not without a hope. Um, like I said, he's, uh, he's you know, on this Toowoomba Cup campaign. And yeah, we'd really want to see him racing well and, um, you know, finishing, you know, in the money in a race like this. Particularly when you look at a couple of the key rivals um, like Sugan Bugan, shocking name, Deep Image. Um, you know, a couple of those horses that are well in contention here and in the market, lyricists, they're all drawn very wide. Um, so this bloke has got good gut, good natural gait speed. He's going to put himself right there. He's got a bit of weight. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, I'm not too worried about that. Like the minimum of 57, I think there's a couple that are, that are higher in the weights that might climb, but he's not, he's not high off the minimum, if that makes sense from a weight spread perspective. Um, I give him a good each way hope. I think he'll run a good race. Okay, well let's have a look at the prices here for the class three plate. Deep images three eighty, lyricist six fifty, Sugan Bugan seven fifty, show em ten, diamonds are eleven, brigadoon rise twelve, rich affair twelve, powerful flash thirteen, Miss Kindle fourteen, muster in sixteen, last Armageddon twenty one, twenty six and longer about the remainder. So uh so Shame, you've heard your thoughts on muster. Anything else you like in the race? No, I don't actually. I think um you just go through, like I said, there's a few there that have got chances that have drawn wide, um, that can find a little bit of trouble. Um, sorry, mate. Uh, kids are going berserk in the background. Um, yeah, so that's why, like I said, if, um, I think the reason why I sort of warmed to this guy's chances is going to be fitter going to the race the second up and he's drawn well to put himself uh, in the race. Um, I think he'll race really well. I'll have something on him each way. I think he's a, just a, he's not a, he's not a great track worker, this horse, but he's just a good race horse. He always tries when he gets out there. There's a few question marks, uh, around the others, um, you know, with, like I say, with their gait. So I'm happy to, I'm probably happy to have something on him each way here, for sure. Okay. Gibbo, the seventh. We still got you there? I don't know, so alright, I don't know what happened there. We lost you. You're back. What can you what can you uh what can you tell us about uh race number seven? Yeah, it's not a race I'm overly keen on at the moment either I sort of haven't put as much time into this originally I thought 
$26 last time again. It'll be all right just for a horse. It gets a three-kilo claim, gate one, sit right in behind him, get every opportunity. Uh, I still think it might be worth throwing in quaddies at that price. Um, I'm not a big deep image man. I probably can let it go around without me. But one that does interest me here, I think Diamonds are uh, for the Costa camp. I think it's a, a decent horse. Uh, I think it can win... A couple more races up here, and, and this is sort of suitable. Initially, I was a bit worried about the gate, but the more I looked, there's not a lot of speed uh, underneath him, and I know they've sort of been taking a sit on him, but uh, when he was down south, he, he could race up on speed. I, if he was mine, I'd probably be trying to push forward and, and get a spot in the first three pairs here because I think that could be the winning move. Look, at $13, I, I'm considering him. I'm sort of warming to him, but... Um, mm might just update again closer to it. A horse like Witness will go forward uh, for Nat McCall. Uh, Miss Kindle will sort of push up underneath and might get leaders back. Um, there's a couple of others there that go forward, but there's not great speed, so there might be a spot there for them, and that might be the way I'm leaning at the moment, but we'll update. And maybe Diamond's are. Robbie, Robbie Fraud might be pushing forward there, Blair. Oh, right. Yeah, there could be another one there. Right. There we go. So there might be a little spur. There might be a little bit there just to, to spread them out. So, yeah, no, it looks a good race. I think muster it if it does uh, does improve, like Shane said. It's right in a race like this. Like It's it's not a great race. And uh, horses like him that have got good winning records and always around the money and have a go, they're in this because often there's, there's a few that have had many chances. Let's have a look at the eight. Open handicap over the mile, so 12 to go around here. Prices-wise, we have Torgerson, 2.30, Glendara, 5, Brazen Moss, 5.50, Slidini, 7, Sunday, 11, Steeman, 16, and then $29 and longer about the rest. Shane, race 8. Yeah, I didn't like this race story, James, at all. Um, Torgerson's short. Fraud goes on. You know, it's um, it's the one to beat. Um, Slidini's run a number of seconds. Don't think it can run second here. Um, hard to know where a horse like uh, someday, you know, like it, um, it pulled a rabbit out of the hat, you could say, winning winning the Burma at $31 and then uh, got lapped by most important last week. Um in that uh, in that listed race at the Sunny Coast, um, Torgerson got well back out of its ground there from a wide gate, made good ground late, got beat 4.8, uh, dashed up the straight, probably gives it every chance here from from gate one. Um, probably should have beat Care to think to do that. <coughs> <laughs> got beat. Oh, should I should. Sorry, I meant got beat by Care to think to that. Um, and uh, anything that's got Care to think form. Normally goes okay, except for prioritising my back it. Um, so it's got to be a chance. Um, you know, Brazen Moss was another one that's down the line out of that same race. You know, not too badly either. Um, so I think, uh, you know, favourite Torgerton, rightly so, but uh, it's a race that I don't really need to be having a bet in and taking, you know, $2.50 um, about Torgerton, but I think it'll win. Gibbo? Uh, yeah, for an open handicap, geez, some ordinary strike rates here, isn't there? You look at some of the main chances. Brazen Moss, 41 starts, 6 wins, 16 placings. 
by Deeney, 40 starts, 5 wins, 14 placings. This is a few that like to, to find one to follow. Um, even Torgerson, we can't exactly say he's a winner. Uh, he's won 4 out of 30, but look, he's going really well. He's not a big unit, and his backup record's not excellent either. At 3.30 yesterday, whatever they were betting, I could have been pretty keen, but he's getting short now, but just trying to find something to beat him. I, I, I find it hard. Last time Fred was on and the horse won was at the Gold Coast that drew the inside gate and they actually held a spot that day. I, I think that's where he wins or lo- loses the race here. There's not much speed in slide. Then you'll go to the front. I, I think Fred's just got to jump him out. He's got to be in the first couple of pairs or at least in front of midfield. Um, but look, I, I've got him on top. I just can't find anything else to beat him. I think Glendara can run well and Brazen Moss and well, then he gets every favour, but I just can't see anything beating him if he turns up. I guess it's just a matter of if he handles the backup, but he's got to go on top to Torgerson. Let's have a look at the lucky last. It is race number nine, benchmark 85, 1,350 metres, another capacity field to finish this off here. Prioritise. On the week-to-week backup, $3.20. I'm a ripper, 340. Oink, 340. Plucky Girl, 4.80. Then we go to double figures. Time to talk, 13. She's Miss Divine, 14. Motion Granted, 16. Divine Service, 17. Better Bet Red, 18. And then 20 to 1 and longer about the remainder of the field here. But uh, top of the market, prioritise 320. I'm a ripper, 340. Oink, 340. Not far out then to Plucky Girl at 4.80. They really... Uh, dominate betting proceedings here and what is a big field to finish the day. Shane, what can you steer us towards in the lucky last? Um, anyone that was fortunate enough to have a Miss 365 account, um, good luck to you if you got $10 about I'm a Ripper that they put up. How did they go up $10 I'm a Ripper? I don't know. Um, it's got to be a chance on its on its win um, in, over the Millions Carnival. Um, and at the same time, how do you go up three dollars twenty prioritise from gate eighteen uh, after what it did last week? Um, so obviously there's a sh- there, well there should be some speed here with um, you know horses like Plucky Girl and um, Lucky Tom hopefully pushes forward. Um, I'm a Ripper will go forward obviously. Divine Service is another horse I thought that could hold a spot. Um, sort of hoping for a bit of speed here. It's not a race that I'm really that keen on, to be honest. Um, there's one horse that uh, I thought really raced well last preparation, uh, uh, a little bit further distance, and this once it got to a mile was Cape Town Hussey. It's about a hundred. It's about a hundred to one. I thought it trialled okay for it, like for a horse that wants a little bit further. Um, I don't think it's the worst hope. I wish I had drawn a gate so I could have got a nice cozy run in transit and maybe produced late. And not necessarily bloody a winning chance, but certainly one I thought could could maybe uh, close late and, and fill a place. It's just drawn a little bit awkward. Um, you'd have to be uh, you'd, you'd have to be thinking that a horse uh, like oh, I'm a ripper from gate six can just you know bounce somewhere near the speed and be hard enough to beat. It does go up four kilos. Um, in weight, but it does drop down uh, a fair bit in class. And yes, it's one of those horses that raced on speed and got beat three lengths by care to fit two starts back as well. Good so form. it's uh, it's good form. It's good enough. Um, look, I'm not a, I'm not enthusiastic about the race. I will have a very small bet on Cape Town Hussey at around 100 to one. 
it's a small each way, about something at a hundred and twenty dollars a place. Just hoping you can sprint well fresh at the trip. But um I think uh I'm a ripper can bounce on speed and, and get a good enough run in front to win. Gibbo? Yeah, interesting race to finish. I agree completely with what Shane said speed wise. He picked all the speed horses there. That's how they'll be, so look I'm a ripper goes up four kilos on the last run. The last 50 might be the little query here, but he only knows one way, so he'll lead them up. All the others will put a little bit of pressure on, I think. And Personally, I think it sets it up for Owings. I think uh, the second up run was, was really good. Uh, that stable hadn't really been going that well fresh, and the, and the firm two first up, I don't think, suited. I think this horse, is, as he's got older, just wants that edge out of the track, and it should be ideal for him to, uh, on Saturday. I think he gets his chance from gate seven. All that speed that we talked about is pretty much drawn from gates one to seven. So they all push forward. I think Brown can just get across behind them, sits just in front of midfield and gets every opportunity. So I think the 340 or whatever you said it was there, Jones, I think that's more than short enough, to be honest, in, in a race like this. But I think everything points his way. Just in front of him, a ripper, he just keeps kicking and, and he'll do the same here. Uh, those looking for... Something to throw in quaddies or white exotics. I think um, Time to Talk is an underrated source. It's won four of the nine at the track, and he goes through his form his last five. You know, he beat cars off, uh, then he finished behind Tribal Wisdom in the Rays race down in Melbourne, and twice behind Invincible in Sydney, uh, beaten under two lengths both of them. And I thought the return to Brisbane behind Dreams of Plenty was, was a really good run. Uh, gate 15 makes it a little tricky you're not exactly sure where he gets to but I do think he's a bit underrated and I think he goes alright uh, Zinzanetti trolled good before the fresh run and the fresh run was good behind Mighty Like um, I think the price is probably wrong there, I think he runs better than the price um, that's about where it finishes I think Mr. Vine, Chief Mr. Vine uh, has been going okay but just a gate again there is, is some sort of issue both prioritise go. He's actually on the back to back to back uh, week back up. Three and three weeks if he runs off. Usually places them pretty good. I'm not sure he'll need to run in three weeks in a row from gate 18. So I'd be surprised if he runs. But that's the way I'm looking at it anyway. So two on top from one. Uh, and a few of value might be five, six, and go in Shane seven. He thought me indicate down up there. And the other interesting part, I suppose, of prioritise is. Just the, the shape of the market, if it does come out, and, and well, mere factors that it is at this stage, like an emergency, and while there's no official scratchings at this stage, it's still got to get a run, and that market could uh, change a bit with uh, with whatever happens there with prioritise. But look, the the market at the moment has it uh, on top at three dollars and twenty cents. All right, let's recap, Shane. Your better bets or suggestions, early plays you would suggest at this point in time. Yeah, tough uh, tough to suggest one early. Um, I was pretty keen, um, Baker Boy, to run a race. I'm, like, it's certainly no moral. I'm just saying it's um, extremely generous, you know, getting the 30-odd dollars um, for a horse that's uh, a last start winner that's going to be on speed around Doombin, um, which is suitable. Uh, maybe even you is obviously the horse to beat and the clear horse to beat, but... Um, you know, we're going to throw, have a throw at the thumbs for the $30 shot over rather than a $2.25 shot, so I don't think that's the worst play. Um, 
Johnny, and then go to race four. So sorry, that was race three, race number three, three. Number three, yeah. My best roughie. Race four. If you shop around, you'll get four twenty Johnny White Sox and four forty Sasuri. Um. So something like um, have a have a bet on those to win the same amount. So someone like me would have five bucks to win on both of them, or something like that. To, to win uh, lunch. How much was that? I reckon that'd be the game. Five dollars a win on both. Oh, of okay. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You double your money. I like it. Right on. Just, a, will, just a bit they? better than even money. Just a bit better than even money. One of those two win, and that'll. I think that's the best favourite. All right. That makes so, sense. Yes. Yep. So the, the, the suggestions you got there, you, the best roughy, as you said, for more the place or something like that is race three, number three, Baker Boy, and the suggestion there of, of backing both race four, number three, Johnny White Sox, and number eight, Sasuri, to make a profit there in the fourth. Are they the best two? Anything else? Or? Yeah, they're the best two. Um, Dream Finish is one that'll, that'll attract an each weight bet as well, race five, number four. Yeah. Um, I think the rest of the day, a big field, very competitive races, and uh, you'd be doing very well to find multiple winners there, and you'll be well in front if you do. All right. Gibbo, your suggestions, early plays? Yeah, we've sort of mentioned a couple at odds. This is sort of where we can find a few early in the in the week to, to give punters the heads up and get a good price, but I, I just think there's too many, still too many questions and Trackings and track conditions to sort of be too confident with some of them. So if I've got to throw some out now, I'd sort of want them to be ones that I won't be changing from. So ones I'm most keen at the moment would be Expertia in race two. Like I said, maybe Perilous Love there. You could make it a winning result if you're getting double figures, but I think Expertia in race two. Yep. Um, same as Shane in race four. I'm happy to back both Johnny White Sox and Sasuri uh, as they're both between four and four fifty. Um I'm happy to stick with them and, and at this stage I'm I'm also starting to, to think of the day might be one of the better bets, but uh we might confirm that Saturday. So they're sort of the three races I'm a, a little bit confident on at the moment. Okay, so they are race two, which is uh expertise. So it's race two number five. Then we go to race four the same as what Shane suggested, being on number three, Johnny White Sox, and number eight, Sasuri. And then we go to race five. It is number nine of the day. But again, as you stress, early plays there, track conditions to consider, uh, big field scratchings to play a big part. So uh, make sure you check back in on uh, on race day. So uh, just racing.com.au for Shane Chirlio's information and brizzyraces.com.au. For, uh, for Gibbo. Now, also, I did neglect to mention at the top of the show as well, um, I was really, really fortunate last Sunday to uh, get a photo with uh, with Bailey Turlier. So um, he's been a bit active on the Twitter scene in the last few weeks, mainly aimed at yourself, Shane, but uh, potentially looking at uh, getting himself on the show or getting a segment somewhere. But I got a photo with him, so I was pretty happy with that. I've seen him angling for it. I've seen him angling for something there. He definitely wants an opportunity to get on the show and have a crack at me, no no doubt. He'll be um, he'll be coming. He's coming to Brisbane, I think, on Saturday and and cheering the team on. So I'm sure he'll have his phone at the ready just in case uh, something goes our way. (laughs) Seems to be a bit of that happening, James, to me at the moment. Um, 
feel like I've been followed by the paparazzi all Sunday. And uh, I've paid for it. Karaoke free February as well? Um, well, no, not necessarily. No, I don't mind a bit of karaoke. I'm a pretty good singer in my mind. Um, anyone else that had listened to me would disagree. Great videos. Yeah, so, right, that's what's happening there. So, Gibbo, so again, as I said, uh, au. jump on board, have a look, be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, mate, we'll be all updated um, Saturday morning, I'd say. So, yeah, jump on, all good. All right, so well, that's the way to follow the boys. Well, good luck. We'll check back in next week regarding the alcohol-free February. Today is day one, you're halfway through it, so going well and uh, we'll see if anyone has cracked within seven days oh, I'll find out a couple of days we'll chat probably Saturday morning we'll see if anyone's uh, cracked before Saturday but most certainly I think we'll find out next week seven days see how you, see how you're travelling I'd suggest just keep an eye on Twitter around five o'clock Saturday afternoon and I think you might see a few blokes trying to wallpaper over a couple of cracks <laughs> that's yeah that's the place to look have a look at Twitter, you'll see all of the action involving everyone involved in this uh, this little challenge. So, good luck with it, guys. Thanks so much for uh, for joining us. Always a pleasure to chat. Thanks, Thanks James. Daddy. See you, boys. We're about to see them go. And they're off and racing. Storman took a backward step and was slow to go, and so was Gadeo. Racing Nation with James O'Shea.